Hi everyone, questions with Krista. I'm super happy to have you. Thanks so much for being here. So today we're gonna to talk about three different subjects, three questions from people just like you who are writing in and asking questions. One of the questions has to deal with advertising in teams. Second question has to do with what you can do to not purchase leads anymore. And lastly, how do we juggle it all? That's what we're gonna be covering today. So sit tight and let's rock and roll. Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. So number one is from Brian Zamora. I run a team of five agents. When I run an ad or do any advertising, should I incorporate them? Brian, that's actually a really good question. Now, here's the thing. First of all, if you're going to actually advertise other people, you need to make sure, number one, that you trust them. Hopefully, you need to make sure that they're going to actually be staying with you for a significant amount of time. Here's the thing. We know as marketers, it's really expensive to advertise ourselves. It costs a lot of money, right? And if you're going to be marketing your team in conjunction with you and they leave, then they've got free advertising dollars. You've kind of helped them make their mark. Now, if you trust them, that's fine. If you don't, you could be actually helping them in their future business. But here's the problem if you don't advertise them or if you ever want to break out on your own. And quite frankly, this was a big mistake that I made in my real estate career. I wanted everything to be Krista because I didn't realize that I was actually going to one day kind of step back and really focus more on coaching and step back from my real estate business. So for the first year, and I've been doing coaching now for about 20 months, and I will tell you, it has been the hardest time in my real estate career this past 20 months because I've completely stepped out of it. For about the first year, Brian, all I heard was, Krista, they want you, they want you, they don't want us. And it really took my team, it was hard for them to get that mindset shift, for them to understand that, hey, it's not so much me that they want, they want my process, they want my system, they want my marketing process, they want my strategic digital marketing platform and program that no one else offers. We offer that at Homes by Krista. In fact, you're watching this video right now, you are being marketed the way that we market with Homes by Krista. But my team just couldn't, they, they didn't believe it yet. So it took them about a year for them to realize, hey, it's not so much Krista they need, they need her process. So we definitely lost business in the meantime. Also, another thing that made it difficult was the fact that I wasn't there. And since I wasn't marketing any of my, my anyone else, Sometimes the people did wonder where I was and who these people were in front of them. So if you want to be involved in every single transaction and you're going to be involved in every single transaction and the clients are going to see you and you never want to back away from your business, then just market yourself, right? Your team members can assist you. If your team members are going to be showing up without you and if one day you want to step away or step back or you want to grow and have people help you even become bigger, then you're going to want to market them. But just make sure that they, you absolutely trust them 
you know their heart's in the right place, you know they want to be on the team, and that they're not going to leave anytime soon. Now, with that being said, Brian, they still might leave, and that's okay. You'll still be fine. Uh, believe it or not, many people just think it's so easy to sell real estate, and what you how how you make it look, you probably make it look really, really easy and really simple. And when they get on their own, they realize it's a lot harder than they thought. So, and if they do go, of course, you wish them well. So I hope that makes sense, and I hope that answered your question. So I hope that answered your question, Brian. Let us know if you have any others. Now let's take the next question from Gustavo Revolcaba. Revolcaba. Hope I'm not saying that wrong, Gustavo. I I apologize if I am. So his question is, what do I have to do so I don't need to purchase any leads anymore? Okay, so hold on, Gustavo. Here's the deal. This is your business, right? I still purchase leads. I actually purchase leads from Zillow. I'm a Zillow premier agent, but what I like to do is actually be my own lead generating machine. And if you are your own lead generating machine, it works really, really well in conjunction with other lead platforms. You don't have to pay for Zillow or you don't have to pay for any of these other lead platforms. I like to because I have a really high number that I'm trying to to reach or, or I did when I was practicing real estate full time. But to generate your own leads, you want to be your own content creator. You basically want to become the mayor of your town. Anytime anyone thinks real estate or they think your community, they need to think about you. And how you do this is by running social media campaigns. You target market to your local community. You create content that is specific and relevant to the person that you're talking to. So how do you do that? Leads are more likely to convert. People are more likely to follow you, open your emails, follow your content if what you're talking about directly relates to them. For example, as you're creating your ad campaigns, as you're creating your content, you want to make sure that you're speaking directly to that individual. Let me tell you what I mean by that. If you're trying to get sellers, your content and your ads are speaking directly to sellers. Now, are those sellers retirees? Are they first time buyers? Are they millennials? Are they move up buyers? Are they investors? Are they you know, looking for condos? Are they looking in the city? Are they looking for, you know, are they selling rural properties? Like what are those sellers doing? The more specific that your content speaks to the person that's in front of you, the more likely you're going to convert, the more likely you're going to generate leads that are better than just leads, they're clients. Leads are easy. We want clients. And we do that by creating campaigns, creating content, targeting to a specific client avatar, to a specific message that matches them so that they're going to want to click, open, follow, and call you. It's a much easier conversation. So I hope that makes sense. Depending on what it is you're trying to deliver, who you're trying to talk to, your message, your ad, your copy, your campaigns that you're running are going to speak directly to that individual. Then you're going to retarget people. You're going to pixel people so that you can follow them where they go. Now, if you've ever clicked on one of my ads on on Facebook or on Instagram, you're going to see that I've start showing up on your feed more. Why? Because I'm targeting you, right? You've interacted with me, so now I'm following you. And that's exactly what we want you to do. That's exactly what we teach our students to do. That's how you become the mayor of your town. That's how you generate your own leads. But understand, you still have to pay for those. If you're utilizing social media, Facebook, Instagram, uh, 
uh, YouTube, if you're utilizing it correctly, in most cases, you're going to have to pay for your ads. You've got to pay to play, so to speak. Facebook wants your money. They all want, they want your money, right? It's an amazing platform to be able to market on. It's an amazing platform to be able to reach your community and reach them by the masses, but you've got to spend money to make money. You can't expect to show up to the masses and have people see you that normally wouldn't if you're not paying for those ads, Gustavo. So I hope that makes sense and answered your question. However, I will tell you that when I, in my my best year ever of selling 169 homes, uh, you know, I, I, I did pay for leads. I, I was a premier agent on Zillow. I paid for Zillow uh, to, to own a certain zip code. But in conjunction with that, I was my own lead generating and client closing machine, right? By doing what I just said. So I hope that makes sense. If not, ask away. I'd love to answer some more. Thanks for asking, Gustavo. Now let's go to our last question. Are you fired up yet? Well, stick around. We'll be right back to finish it up. Thanks for tuning in. So what kind of real estate agent are you exactly? Go to quizforrealtors.com to take our quiz now. You'll find out where you line up with other real estate agents out there in the market today. And I'll give you a personalized free training based upon your results. So if you're looking to find out who you are and what you need to do to become the next seven or eight figure agent, head to quizforrealtors.com slash podcast and take the quiz today. I promise you won't be disappointed and you're going to love the free training. Again, go to quiz for for realtors.com slash podcast. That's quiz for realtors.com slash podcast. Make it a great day. This is from Nancy Creter. Nancy Creter says, I have yet to figure out how to juggle it all and still have some me time. Any suggestions? Well, Nancy, this is the question that anybody has pretty much, I feel, in life. Not just real estate agents. However, if you're a busy, active real estate agent, there's a lot going on. Your phone is constantly ringing. You've got to learn to set boundaries with yourself and with your clients. You've got to learn to let your clients know when is your day off? And they should ex understand that and appreciate that and respect that, that you actually have family time. There should be, if you're struggling with, with time, have certain times during the day where you answer uh, phone calls. Make sure in your voice message you say that I return phone calls at nine in the morning, 12 in the, in the afternoon, uh, two o'clock and five o'clock. So please do me a favor if you're leaving a message and let me know what it is that you need so that when I call you back, I can be well prepared and answer your questions to the best of my ability. Leave something like that on your voicemail. Another way to be, to have more time is to be super laser focused on what you're doing. I know I've talked about the Pomodoro technique and if you haven't heard about it yet, go back and listen to the Pomodoro technique. The thing about your time is that we are just pulled in so many directions. Every time that you look at your, your computer or you look at a ding or a text message or you answer the phone or you get diverted from what you're doing, research shows that it takes an average of 17 to 23 minutes for your brain to get back on track. Now, a lot of you are listening to this and you're saying, oh no, Krista, I'm a multitasker. I'm, a, I'm, I'm excellent at it. All the research and studies absolutely will prove that wrong. And, and not only that, you're not as focused on what you're doing. So set a timer, 25 minutes, live your work day in 25 minute increments. Be focused on one thing during that 25 minutes. Don't do anything else. Don't answer a, a phone call. Don't answer a text message. Don't surf the, the internet. Don't check your Facebook message. Don't check that ding, twing, tong or tong. Just focus on the one thing that you're doing. If anything else comes to mind, 
write it down, go back to that one thing. I will almost assure you that if you do this, research shows with the Pomodoro technique that you will save 16 hours in a week if you utilize that strategy. If you do that four times in a row, 25 minute increments, five minute break, four times in a row, that's considered one Pomodoro. After that one Pomodoro, that one, then you take a, a 15 minute break. Again, during that 25 minutes, you only focus on that one activity and then anything that comes to mind, you write it down. This is gonna save you, research says, 16 hours a week. My students are getting amazing results by just doing this one thing. It works wonders, but again, it takes practice, it takes time, and it takes you being as dedicated as possible and making sure that you're actually sticking to it. But if you can do that, Nancy, I promise you, you will absolutely save more time and feel less stressed out. Another tip I'd like to tell you to do, Write you time in your calendar. Did you know that research shows that if you actually take time off, take a break, you know, take, a, take time off during the week, during normal week business hours to do something just for yourself, that you'll actually be more productive and you will get more done than if you don't. Now, I know this seems counterproductive and you don't believe me, but your brain, we get tired, right? And when you're tired and you're stressed and you're upset and you're just so rattled and frazzled, you're not being effective for yourself or for the person on the other end. You'll be more effective, you'll be more productive, if you take time for yourself, Nancy. So utilize the Pomodoro effect. Set up appointments for yourself in your calendar each day to take some you time. Take those five minute breaks after every 25 minutes. Take your lunch. Take a day out on the weekend off. Go on a date with your husband or your wife or whoever your partner is. Make time for you because the more time that you make for you, the more time that you're actually going to have. And set proper expectations and boundaries for your clients. So today we talked about leads, what we need to do to be our own lead generating machine. We talked about how to have more time. We also talked about what should or should you not advertise um, team members when you're on a team. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you're listening. Please know that as I bring you this content, it all comes straight from the heart. None of this is rehearsed. None of this is practice. So I might make a few mistakes or say a few wrong things, but hey, I believe that to be perfectly imperfect. I'm gonna encourage you to do the same thing. Just take action, just go for it, go rock and roll, knock it out there, and don't just learn, but actually try to implement some of what you're learning. And as always, make it a great home selling and buying day, and when you do what you love, people love what you do. Thanks for tuning in. So what kind of real estate agent are you exactly? Go to quizforrealtors.com to take our quiz now. You'll find out where you line up with other real estate agents out there in the market today. And I'll give you a personalized free training based upon your results. So if you're looking to find out who you are and what you need to do to become the next seven or eight figure agent, head to quizforrealtors.com slash podcast and take the quiz today. I promise you won't be disappointed and you're going to love the free training. Again, go to quizforrealtors.com slash podcast. That's quizforrealtors.com slash podcast. Make it a great day. Come back and join us five days a week, every Monday through Friday. And be sure to check out kristamayshore.com backslash podcasts for free downloads and resources.